The F1 pod on Off The Ball. Surprised by the comments from the FIA that they want more teams and less races. Over the last few years, all we've done is add races. So that less race comment in particular is an interesting Listen to one. the F1 pod on Off The Ball for free, wherever you get your podcasts. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Bongi Imbanambi is cleared to play in the World Cup final and the RFU responds strongly. Jonathan Sexton addresses Ireland's World Cup exit as one of his Ireland teammates is nominated for World Rugby Player of the Year. Plus, the Ireland women's team is named for this weekend's crucial WXV meeting with Spain. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First today, Bongi in Banambi has been cleared to play in Saturday's World Cup final against the All Blacks. England flanker Tom Curry had alleged that the Springboks hooker had referred to him as a white during last weekend's semi-final at the Stade de France. This morning, World Rugby put out a statement claiming there was insufficient evidence to pursue a charge against Imbanambi. That statement read, World Rugby has undertaken a review of allegations made by England's Tom Curry in relation to the use of discriminatory language by South Africa's Mbonjani Mbonambi during the England vs South Africa Rugby World Cup 2023 semi-final on Saturday, along with a further allegation brought forward in recent days about a previous match in the Autumn Nations Series 2022. Any allegation of discrimination is taken extremely seriously by World Rugby, warranting a thorough investigation. Having considered all the available evidence, including match footage, audio and evidence from both teams, the governing body has determined that there is insufficient evidence at this time to proceed with charges. Therefore, the matter is deemed closed unless additional evidence comes to light. It is important to note that World Rugby accepts that Tom Curry made the allegations in good faith and that there is no suggestion that the allegation was deliberately false or malicious. Therefore, the matter is deemed closed unless additional evidence comes to light. It is important to note that World Rugby accepts that Tom Curry made the allegations in good faith and that there is no suggestion that the allegation was deliberately false or malicious. World Rugby is also concerned by the social media abuse that both players have been subjected to this week. There is no place in rugby or society for discrimination, abuse or hate speech, and World Rugby urges fans to embrace the sport's values of respect, integrity and solidarity. And so Mbanambi has been handed a starting berth in the South African front row for Saturday's showpiece in the Stade de France. Razia Rasmus and co. have made two changes to the side that edged past England last weekend. Faf de Klerk and Hadri Pollard come in for Kobus Reinach and Manny Lubbock, neither of whom are even named on the bench. Instead, the box have opted for a 7-1 split, meaning there's room for Munster duo Orgy Snyman and John Klein. So that Springboks team in full has Damien Willemse at full back. The wings are manned by Kurtley Arenza and Cheslin Colby. Jesse Creel and Damien Dalende are in the centre. Hadri Pollard and Faf de Klerk are that new half back partnership. In the front row, it's Stephen Kitsoff, Bongi Imbanambi and Franz Malherba. In the second row then, Eben Etzebeth packs down alongside Franco Mostert. Sia Khaleesi captains the side. Peter Steph de Toy is the other flanker. And Dwayne Vermeulen, ex of Ulster, will start at number eight. The replacements, Dion Furry, Oxen Che, Trevor Nayakane, John Klein, Orgy Snyman, Quagga Smith and Jasper Visa are the forwards. The lone back 
is Vili LaRue. Head coach Jacques Nienaber explained the reasoning behind that 7-1 split. I think if you look at at our squad and the performance, I think there's consistent performances and there's not a big gap within our squad. If you if you think now the guys missing out like Andre Estreiser and Kanan Moody, the last time when how, how good their performance was against New Zealand. New Zealand. Uh, but also then going back, I, I think Damien Dalenda and Jesse Creel is putting in some proper performances. So um, I think from a performance point of view, there's not a big gap. Okay, and then probably it will go to um, the next question will be the risk. So if you, a lot of people say, listen, 5-3 has got a, uh, there's less, less risk there. Uh, but let's say on a 5-3, if you lose two locks, obviously you had to prep one of your loose forwards to stand in as a lock. Uh, and and must, so I think in in all teams there's I, I think even if you look go back to your quarterfinal who played off back when Aaron Smith went on off so Richie Mwanga so as coaches you always you always mitigate risk by prepping other people for circumstances that will happen so uh, in our case it will be Cheslin and he's always been a guy I mean he played. Uh, sweep of, uh, for in sevens, you know, which is the equivalent to scrum off uh, um, uh, uh, in the 15s code. So he's always been a guy that if we got a yellow card, he, he would be the standing uh, halfback. And uh, we've prepped in there for not just this week, but for a couple of weeks. So so you'll be the the standing halfback, yeah. The English RFU came out strongly against the decision to clear Mbanambi today. They released the following statement. The RFU fully support Tom Curry in raising the racially abusive behaviour he experienced whilst playing for England against South Africa. During the match between England and South Africa on Saturday 21st of October 2023, Tom Curry reported to the referee that he has been racially abused by Mbonjeni Mbonambi. The subsequent World Rugby investigation were informed by Tom Curry that he had also been the victim of the same abuse from the same player in the Autumn Test 2022. World Rugby have today announced their decision not to bring charges in respect of either incident. The RFU are deeply disappointed by the decision taken by World Rugby. The decision not to put the evidence before an independent disciplinary panel has denied the disciplinary process the opportunity to hear Tom Curry's voice and to independently assess his account of these serious events together with the other available evidence. In their continued full support of Tom, the RFU, together with the England squad, condemn the disgusting abuse he and his family has received on social media as a result of his having had the courage to put unacceptable behaviour that has no place in society or on the rugby field in the public eye. Abuse of any kind is not acceptable and goes against the core values of rugby. It is important that it is safe and acceptable for everyone involved in rugby union to raise concerns, and the RFU continue to encourage everyone to report any unacceptable behaviour in the game. Springboks captain Sia Khaleesi says he has reached out to Curry since that semi-final. Especially for me, if it's a player, if it's a coach, if it's a referee, um, I obviously don't support that, and I obviously feel for him. And um, I have spoken to him. Um, I spoken to him, I sent him a message as soon as I saw that's going on because it's somebody that I respect, that I've played with, uh, against uh, for, 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 for quite a while. And I've, I've been through it too. I've been through it too. When we can take it as players, when it comes to us directly, it's fine. But when it comes to your family, it's totally different. And that's exactly what he said. 
to me that it's um, it's really hard when the people when they when the family is involved. So yeah, I, it's it's the one part of the game that we really don't enjoy. You know, we don't mind being criticized about how we play on the field and everything like that. You know, and but when it comes personal and you know we've experienced it too Kobo's his family experienced it they got yeah. death threats you know so we've been there and as a rugby family as much as we compete we definitely do support each other when things like this like it doesn't matter whether you're opposition or not so I feel for him and I feel for his family and I hope you know obviously it stops and I hope he was able to 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 prepare as much as he could for the game that he's playing tomorrow. So, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've let him know um, that we are supporting him and that we're thinking of him. Now to the All Blacks, who have made just one alteration for Saturday's final. Brody Retallick comes into their second-round place with Sam Whitelock, who's among the replacements. There's also one switch on the bench with Nepo Lualua, preferred to Fletcher Newell. So that All Blacks team for Saturday's World Cup final has Bowden Barris starting at full back. Will Jordan is on the right wing. The left is manned by Mark Talea. In the centre, it's Rico Iwani and Jordi Barris. Fly half then, Richie Mwanga alongside scrum half Aaron Smith. It's an unchanged front row with Ethan DeGroote, Cody Taylor and Terrell Lomax. Brody Retallick packs down alongside Scott Barrett. Shannon Frizzell starts at blindside flanker. Captain Sam Kane is on the open and Artie Savea starts at number eight. The replacements then, it's Samasoni Taukeaho, Tamaiti Williams, Nepo Lau Lala, Sam Whitelock, Dalton Papali'i, Finley Christie, Damien McKenzie and Anton Leonard Brown. New Zealand, of course, breezed into the final with that easy victory over the Pumas last weekend and Captain Sam Kane was asked if their quarter-final performance against Ireland is one that they'll need to match to beat the Springboks. No, I think we're going to have to be better, to be honest. Uh, and, you know, you see we've built momentum, but each each week we're, we're trying to get better and um, we're going to have to be at our very best on Saturday night, defensively and attackingly, and, and attacking. So... Um, yeah, that's our mindset that we're going to have to put out the, the best performance we have all year. Um, and if we do that, then we'll give ourselves a good shot. Head coach Ian Foster also explained his reasoning for swapping his reserve tight head. Yeah, it's certainly a response. It's not so much a response to the power, more more the techniques that we think we're going to have to deal with. And Nepo is a very strong scrummager, very experienced and... Um, you know, he, he's trained so well, he's disappointed he probably didn't play the last two, but uh, this is a great occasion for him. And alongside Samasoni, with the likes of Sammy Whitelock on the bench, there's a really believe we've got a lot of confidence in that group coming on. Now, Jonathan Saxton says the sadness and frustration stemming from Ireland's World Cup exit will remain for a long time. He's released a statement on social media today to mark his retirement from the sport. Despite the World Cup disappointment, Saxton says his overarching feeling is one of pride at the side's efforts in France. He says the current crop are the best group he's been involved with both on and off the pitch. Sexton concludes his post by saying, four years ago, we sat down as a squad and spoke about what we wanted to achieve. Our main motivation and objective was to inspire the nation. I think we achieved that, says Sexton. We lost, but we won. One member of that side, Bundiaki, has been nominated for World Rugby Player of the Year. The Connacht Centre faces competition from France captain Antoine Dupont, Springbok Lock, Eben Etzebeth, and All Blacks number 8, Ardi Savea. The winner will be revealed at a glittery ceremony at the Opera Garnier in Paris after Saturday's final. Hugo Keenan's opening try against France during the Six Nations has been shortlisted for try of the year, along with Damien Penno's effort from the same match, a Duhan van der Merve effort against England during the Six Nations, and the only World Cup entry comes from Vinaya Habosi for Fiji against Georgia in the pool stage. Andy Farrell's shortlisted for coach of the year, alongside Fiji's Simon Rawalui and World Cup finalists Jacques Nienaber and Ian Foster. 
Scott Beeman has made two changes to his Ireland team for Saturday's WXV meeting with Spain in Dubai. Molly Scuffle-McCabe returns at scrum half with Evan Riley dropping to the bench. Interestingly, Bevan Parsons and Natasha Bean swap wings with the former now on the left. The one alteration to the pack sees Dorothy Wall restored to the second row in place of Emer Curry. Ireland needs to only avoid defeat against Spain to secure promotion to WXV2. That Ireland team in full has Maeve Dealey at full back. Natasha Bean is on the right wing. Bevan Parsons is on the left. The centres are Eve Higgins and Eva Dalton. Fly half then is Dana O'Brien with Molly Scuff and McCabe at scrum half. The front row is comprised of Linda Jugang, Neve Jones and Christy Haney. Dorothy Wall and Sam Monaghan are the second rowers. Blindside flanker is Grace Moore. The open side is Adele McMahon and Brittany Hogan will start at number eight. The replacements then are Clara Nielsen, Nevo Dowd, Saif McGrath, Emer Corey, Aoife Wafer, who's back after more than a year out following a ruptured hamstring, Evan Riley, Nicole Fowley and Leah Tarpey. Finally, there are yet more reports that Eddie Jones is on the verge of leaving his role as Wallabies head coach. Despite their first ever pool stage exit from a World Cup, Jones has been adamant that he remains committed to Australian rugby, but a number of Wallaby staff members have been let go by Rugby Australia, including team manager Chris Webb and a number of his favourite coaches. Jones is reported to have a number of release clauses in his lucrative contract. Among them are the failure to get the proposed centralised model over the line, as well as securing private investment in the game. Neither of those are yet to happen. Watch this space. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feeds to keep this podcast coming at you Monday to Friday. Sarah Nashka. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow. Till then, thanks for listening.